What's going on? How's it hanging? How's it happening? You guys, this is Kevin from the Chord Progression Podcast. The podcast inspiring young rock and metal fans to discover new music and find a place they can connect and feel accepted. So you are in the right place, my friends. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the Chord Progression Podcast community. Oh, yeah. We got another great episode for you to close out our series in June, the halfway point through the year already. Oh, my God. Am I saying that right? And what better way to do that to bring back a guest? That hasn't been on the podcast once, not twice, but this is their third time coming back. And, ooh, it's a fun one. Lots of good jokes, lots of good conversation, lots of good talk about some great alt metal hard rock music and the beautiful flow behind it. Before we go into the podcast, I want to thank support, which comes from Phoenix Fitness. So you guys know I love podcasts. I get so much energy from this, but where else do I get my energy from? And just absolutely love it. Every step with positivity, going to concerts, getting in mosh pits. So I need to make sure that I can do what I want to do in mosh pits, maximize my time in those by literally going from the beginning of the first band to the end of the headliner, no breaks in between. So I got to make sure that I am what I like to call mosh pit. And that means I have to make sure that my cardio is right to go from beginning to end, make sure I've got the best stamina possible, make sure I'm strong enough to deliver those hits and strong enough to take some of those hits because I'm not the biggest guy in the pits. Some of those dudes hit hard. You got to be able to, you know, take the hits. You got to be able to withstand the impact. So I'm constantly in the gym. I'm doing a lot of cardio, a lot of weightlifting to make sure I can do that. But I also make sure to achieve those fitness goals. I am preparing and recovering right for my body to do that. And that is where Phoenix Fitness comes in because they have many different types of products to help you achieve your fitness goals or get mosh pit fit with me, such as different types of pre-workout, both stim and stim free. I use the stim free stuff because I don't even need any caffeine. I am flying all the time just with my normal energy different types of b-cellular recovery compounds to help you absorb nutrients in your muscles post-workout different types of creatine up to build muscle different types of protein up to build muscle whey-based protein collagen-based protein plant-based protein i use our chocolate fault or chocolate malt flavored whey proteins that's just what i like different types of multivitamins and literally anything i need to to your fitness goals phoenix fitness has through so our listeners and viewers on youtube can get 20 percent using code cpp20 at fx.com link trips on the podcast and phoenix fitness now in our future presentation you want to see a band that has grown a good amount since we've had them on the podcast the first time this is their third time returning if you like alt metal hard rock and throw a lot of different cool aspects in there and really bring the grand aspect to it the beautiful aspect to it this is the band for you please welcome back bullet to the heart are you guys ready for this one? Oh yeah let's go yeah well 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 ladies and gentlemen boys and girls listeners of the core progression podcast this, we're not coming to you once. We're not coming to you twice. This is the third time we're coming to you with this band. And as we now know, their ball-crushing ability. I had to put that in there based on the conversation we just had. This band, as their third time in the podcast, has a brand new EP that released at the end of April called Death, Oddities, and Romance for you to check out. If you like hard rock, alt metal, and a lot of other things that come in there in between, you are going to like this. So please welcome back the band Bullets of the Hearts of the podcast. So everybody, welcome back once again. Oh, yeah. Good to be back. It's good to have you back. How has everything been going for you and Bullets of the Heart as of recent? I got to talk to you guys, I believe it was towards the end of summer last year. Now it's the beginning of summer of 2023. So how has stuff been? How's life been? I got to know. Well, I guess you could say that we're crushing it. no but everything has been been going really well we're really excited with the release we had a couple of really good shows including this acoustic event that we put together ourselves we were able to you know get a lot of people there and throw and uh raise a lot of money um yeah yeah sold out the the acoustic event and we were were the only band that played so we were like really excited for that 
This black week played a near sold out Reggie's. It might have been sold out. I'm not sure. Yeah. yeah. A near sold out Reggie's. Reggie's in Chicago, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Last Friday with Rolling Quartz. Why the hell was I not there? <laughs> I don't know. Good question, man. Wait, last Friday, what was I doing the Friday before we recorded this? Because I was crushing oh, balls. Yeah, cr- crushing balls in the Amity Affliction Pit. That was it. I oh, went to a. Ah, there you go. Yeah, I, gotcha. I mean, I mean, I mean, I had to go. I, I, if I wasn't gonna, you know, go and see a show with you guys, I had to go and do exactly what you would want me to do and crush balls every step of the way. So I felt bolts to the heart yeah. in the heart on that one. That's, yeah, that's I'd be disappointed motto. if you didn't. You yeah. know. Yeah. But still, I mean, selling out a just an acoustic set just for you guys—that is one hell of an accomplishment. So, first off, congrats on that. How did that all turn out, dude? It was a lot of fun. Um, you know, previous album shows, we've always like sold out Sub T or played House of Blues, done these like big, iconic venues, and we wanted to do something different. And we decided to do an acoustic version of the EP live. Threw in some covers there for fun. We had food. We had a raffle where we auctioned off. One of, one of the bass guitars that were used in the videos. So, you know, as a way to kind of raise money for tour and, you know, soup up the van and do some kind of cool stuff, you know? Oh, wow. So you made it, instead of just, you know, a show, an acoustic show to come through, you made it this whole entire event for people to not only come and see some great music, come and vibe to some great music, but really get this full immersive event to interact with the band, have some fun, enjoy some good food, possibly win a guitar. That is something that is really impressive because I know a lot of bands and they have their, you know, their album release show or EP release show. They kind of do the same thing where it's, you're going to play a hometown show. You're going to have some fun with it, but it's just the same stuff over and over again. It's you guys really made this piece of it incredibly special to draw so many people out where it's, this is an experience and not just another show, not just a special show. This is an experience you want to be a part of. Yeah. And, that, and that's the thing. Like it was marketed as more of like a hangout session, yeah. you know, like we want to hang out with you. I mean, you know, you're playing acoustic, you're more vulnerable. Um, it's very, you know, you can't really hide anything. And we wanted to play all the music, do something different, raise some money, hang out. We all got pretty lit except Brian, I think. Yeah. So that I, was, I had to that was pretty fun. fucking drunk babies home. <laughs> <laughs> now that I had to ring them up, they're just fucking falling over in their chairs. I'm like, Audrey, Draven, drink water. Audrey's like, no. And then I'm giving Draven a water, but he's like, what's this, man? I'm like, drink water. He's like, what's wrong? <laughs> Here's the thing. Okay. I don't, as a rule, I think most of them say, I don't drink at shows and we're playing. I feel like this is a business. We should be professional. This is our show. We, know yeah. we have a ride home. If there's a chance to drink, I'm going to drink. And we drank. We really drank. We drank. Yeah. Yeah. It See, was, it was, it was fun though. We've been holding on to this music for a long time and I wanted to, I wanted to party a little bit, you know? And that show showcased our coffee. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember if we had the coffee last time we talked. I think we sold out of it. We have a we have mm-hmm. a new flavor of coffee, yeah. so that also debuted that that came with a ticket actually. Yeah. yeah, it was a very personal, unique experience that we wanted to have at that show, and I feel like we fulfilled that and uh, exceeded that. You seem like a very caffeinated person. So I thought <laughs> <laughs> uh, to be completely honest with you, I am not caffeinated in any sense of the word. I am just always as energetic as possible, ready to go. It's like. Natural. If I drink caffeine, like especially if I drink coffee, when I used to work at a, when I used to work this other uh, my first full time job out of college, because they always had free coffee, and I'm like, well, it's Wisconsin, it's February, it's cold. A yeah. warm cup of coffee doesn't seem like the worst thing in the world. It'd be eight a.m. I'd drink it. By ten a.m., my hands are literally shaking in jitters because 
it's just affecting me that much. So it's like, okay, maybe I don't need this. And I'm just energetic as possible. So I just roll with it. But I do remember the last time we did speak, you guys did talk about how you had a blend of coffee out. And now you got a new blend out there. You kind of made it a launch event for that blend as well. Adds into the whole entire event piece of it. So people get even more connected with it. But then that makes even more event where you guys are able to go out, have a blast, party, drink, just have so much fun. And then basically have Brian baby sit you all the way home and refuse water because either you don't want to drink it or you think something is terribly, terribly wrong because what is this clear liquid in my hand? <laughs> this is a vodka. Yeah, he, he's he's a good guy though. He's, he's a good great. he's a good friend. Yeah, then, and then once we got home, they all want a Taco Bell. <laughs> so he had to go get a Taco Bell. Yeah, so I had to go get some Taco Bell, and then drive uh, uh, my friend home, who was uh, you know offering his services bartending for the event. But uh, you know, we all made it home safe, and uh, it was a good 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 time. I might as well tell the story over here. That was the night my car fucked all of us. My my car that oh, night, yeah. like four in the morning, oh, we all hung over. Fuck. We're all trying to go to bed. We just played the whole big show. I don't remember. And my, my car <laughs> alarm just starts going off. Okay. I get up, turn, go, open the door, turn it off, go back to bed, and then it goes off again. Start playing music. <laughs> so it was a long day. I'm an, an amazing singer. <laughs> Let me explain you the song of my people. <laughs> <laughs> the car alarm song. But that does seem like it's, you know, maybe a little bit of a added catalyst to the added drinking of the night because yeah. your car fucked everybody over. Well, got to just roll with the punches and enjoy it. Even, you know, you're just going to be sitting out there and you're going to just be hanging out, having a blast, dancing around. The backbeat going. It's like a dubstep show, you know. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, and then all of a sudden it cuts out and you hear some like random little in- like intricate in there like, what we have to fear is fear itself. <laughs> <laughs> Just when the drop happens, you got to have a rave it in our driveway. There's a lot of drops that people do in like live shows, especially where like they'll just play like the audio of like somebody like announcing that a U.S. president died. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we have to announce, unfortunately, Ronald Reagan passed away this morning at 3 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> So it was funny. I saw I saw Vale Amaya live yeah. the first time like years ago, and uh, they had a bunch of Rick and Morty oh, nice. call outs right before their breakdowns. I thought it was like the weirdest thing, but I was like 16 and loved it. The best was Miss May I. We saw Miss May I together last oh. summer. Oh, and yeah. They opened their set with uh, My Kind of Town by Frank Sinatra. <laughs> okay. What is happening? <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. That was dope. Yeah. <laughs> that, that is pretty funny. I remember, I'll never remember to forget this too. Or not, nah, never forget this. This was last summer. It was here in Wisconsin. It was uh, a one-off show where Mudvayne was headlining and they had Starset opening for him. And Starset was doing this full production set. And right before Starset goes on, the lights go down. We're expecting Starset to come on. And the next thing you hear is Rick Astley. What a way to start out. We were moshing to never going to give you up, and it was fantastic. And that's the metal community. Yeah, that's That's the metal community. Either you're going to hear Frank Sinatra, you're going to hear Rick Astley, you're going to hear Monty Python, always look on the bright side of life. You're just going to have a blast with it in the most random way before you just hear someone come out, you ready to fucking go crazy? Let's go. (laughs) Okay, I did that terribly because I can't do unclean vocals, but I tried. Yeah. Effort that counts. Yeah. <laughs> A for effort, F for execution. 
I'm just gonna press F to pay my respects for myself on that one. There you go. <laughs> so now that the brand new EP is out, again, you guys got five songs on there. One I have gone through extensively because we went through it extensively the last time you're on here with Black Widow. But how has the EP release been so far now that as we're recording this, we're about a month out from the initial release? Uh, it's been great, actually. Our Spotify has never been uh, bigger. We just hit 17,000 monthly listeners for the first time ever. So that's really cool. Um, Revenant, the new music video is almost at 100K as of right now. So we're, you know, pumping up the numbers. Uh, social media is up a little bit. Merch sales are up. So ready to take the show on the road, you know? Yeah. Ready to take this show on the road. And I think that you guys definitely should because you've seen what happened when you played the acoustic set, when you made the experience out of it. I feel like especially taking from what the success was for that, of course, you're not going to be able to do that for every single show. That's like more of a one-off thing. But when you go out and take out the show on the road, be able to create that connection point, be able to create it as bullet to the heart coming to you is an event. It's not just another show. It's stuff that draws more people in. It's stuff that gets people to come out and really want to experience that. It's like going to see Guar. I mean, you're going to see Guar because it's an event. Think about Electric yeah. Cowboy coming over to the United States in September. You want to go see that because you know it's going to be a wild party and an event. You're connected to that. So if the ba- if you as the band are able to make you guys going places an event through the way you're able to connect with the fans, then you're going to get people just to come in all from all places that may never have heard your music because. They want to see this live show and then they get connected the music after the fact. Yeah, exactly. And that's kind of what like Reggie's felt like for us. The show we just played, mm-hmm. we did the big banner. We had new equipment, all new in-ears and new music. And we just tried a bunch of new stuff and it went really well. And that kind of just solidified that that's what we want to take on the road now. So yeah, if, we, be... if every show could be like that, like on, on any tours that we do, then I think we'll do all right. I think we'll yeah. do fantastic actually. Yeah. And I mean, I hope you guys do too, because I've, this is your third time on the podcast. And every time I've had you on the podcast, the growth has just continued from the band from one step to the next. And it feels like at this point, especially with the brand new EP, you're at this point in time where that growth is going to be not just this consistent growth, but more of this exponential growth, seeing the increase you're having on social media, seeing the increase you're having on Spotify, seeing the increase you're having in the live performance sector. And the other aspect of that is, who, what else could be happen after that? Who else could be watching and what could you be doing with that to potentially go on the road and get connected to even more fans through more bands, maybe get some of these crazy opening spots going on a tour that's, you know, four or five weeks long. That's going to take you from all the way from Seattle to down to LA to play the Whiskey A Go-Go through Texas, over into Florida to play the House of Blues in Orlando, all the way up to the Palladium in Worcester, Massachusetts, and then all the way back to Chicago, back to Reggie's. We're all going to be like, we've been waiting for you again. Yeah. Woo! No, and that's the plan, you know, just like kind of dominate right now. We're in that kind of like state right now, you know. We just want to get out there and and kick ass. So we can quit the ball crushing factory. Yes. Oh, God. No more 72-hour shifts at the ball crushing factory with 6 trillion tons of force exerted on my balls. Still trying to get up to that 6.9 trillion tons of force, you know, for effect. Yeah, 
So yeah, maybe once I get up there, then I could finally quit. You know, put put the gauntlet down. Yeah. <laughs> Either put the gauntlet down or get to the point in time where Bolt Star can continue to go out and play live and really make a go of it consistently on that where it's like you guys are going on, you know, two to three nationwide tours a year with three different bands and just connecting with so many different people and so many different fans at each and every aspect. It's very possible like something that could happen, especially after listening to the EP, seeing how everything flowed together and seeing some of the pieces that really came through there. There's a lot of elements within that EP itself that can connect with so many people and all that, but works so well with so many other bands that are in the scene right now that are really thriving and pushing the boundaries of what could be done. Just, yeah. yeah. Well, the problem is he says things so well. He's like, yeah. yes, I agree. <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh, just get it, put your, you know, go all doctor. You're like, I concur. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, so let me ask you this, you know, with the success of the EP so far and hopefully the continued success of the EP, what's to come next for you guys, especially trying to get out in the road? Like, are we going to see you perform live potentially? Are, are people in California going to see you perform live on, are people in Massachusetts and New York going to see you perform live? Like what's, what, what's, what's the deal going on here? Cause I am curious as a matter of fact, due to the fact that, I have missed out on a number of shows from you guys because I've been going to other shows that yeah. I've had planned. It's like, damn it, I'm missing out on it. I missed out on the event, the EP release event. So I still got make, I still got promises I got to keep to you guys. So I want to make sure I could keep those promises. So what's on the agenda next for Ball to the Heart when it comes to continuing the success of this EP post its release? Yeah, so the, the first one is in uh, July. We're doing two dates with Gemini Syndrome. And then we're doing uh, two and a half weeks with uh, Texas Hippie Coalition. Ooh. Okay. So let me ask July. What What are the dates that you're doing with uh, Gemini syndrome? I think it's nine and eleven. Nine and eleven. Yeah, nine and eleven. It's uh, Illinois and Indiana. Oh man, no! Because <laughs> I think I'm doing the eighth with them because they're with uh, Throw the Fight and Lines of Loyalty, and I know the guys yeah, from Throw the Fight that's as well. Not so the I'm back like, bar. yeah, and I'm like, I'm like, wait a minute, are you guys added to that? I was getting so excited. No, but... uh, it's, it's the other two because uh, they're only doing five dates and. Uh, they're doing the Wisconsin date, which is already packed. We got the two by us, and then the other two are festival dates. Yeah. So we're, we're doing two shows with them, and then we're going out with Texas Hippie. That starts in South Carolina. We're doing the whole East Coast, and then, like, I think Michigan yeah, is, Michigan. like, the one-off show. Mm -hmm. um, and then in August and September, we're going out, out with uh, Inve Malmsteen. So that'll be, that'll be interesting. Those are all big theater venues, like yeah. House of Blues, like we were talking. Yeah. The Tobin Center in Houston. Yeah. Okay, how'd you guys get to manage to do that? I mean, and schedule that. I'm really curious about that due to the fact that your music, especially more of that theater setting to really create that theatrical vibe, yeah. especially on this EP, it massively fits. So last year we uh, we signed a partnership deal with uh, Pavement and that's Pavement's doing. That was as quick of an answer as you possibly yeah. could give it. <laughs> it's concise. I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah we originally uh, booked Loudness through uh, we're going to go on tour with loudness all of may and uh they couldn't get their visas approved so it canceled so as like a sorry they threw us on these two tours instead and to try to get us out on the road but they, they've been backing us up pretty well and it's it's going pretty good we've done a few of those situations sponsorships and stuff like that and i think this is the one that's been the most successful for us they've gotten us a lot of shows and tours and stuff like that on top of the promotion that we're doing out there yeah so, you know, that, that makes a lot of sense once again it's you're working alongside people that 
not only are believing in you, but are actively showing an investment in you to get you these shows, to get you the support you need, and to get you the opportunities to connect with so many other people and continue to grow this thing, to continue to grow Bullet to the Heart, and continue to really connect on this more hard rock alt metal sound that has a lot of these theatrical pieces, a lot of these potential symphonic pieces behind it to really create this grand epic feeling, especially that you hear when you go through all five songs on Death, Oddities, and Romance. Yeah, I'll go ahead. I mean, I was going to say, like, uh, you know, Pavement so far, has, it's been a really good uh, experience with them. Uh, a lot of times, if, you know, you book tours with uh, whoever your contact is. Shady people. Shady people. A lot of times, <laughs> if shit falls through, it's like, well, get fucked, dumbass. Yeah. You know? But yeah, they, they were good to us. Yeah, they, 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 you know, they didn't just leave us hanging, you know? So I, I really, I think we all really appreciate yeah. that. And, uh, you know yeah and like like them. even like demograph wise like our demograph is an older demograph and i feel like they knew that so yeah. they put us on with these bands that maybe don't match exactly in genre but they match in the fan base the people yeah. that we want to like basically take mm -hmm. into our bloodline are part of the, those groups now that makes a lot more sense too and especially even thinking about just the style of music that you you guys end up playing and the guys in the style that you end up working with it makes a lot of sense that the demographic might skew a little bit older in terms of majority. Of course, there's a lot of newer fans out there. A lot of younger fans are going to be able to get into the style as well. But at the moment, the ones that are really going to get the most traction with right now is going to be the one that skew a little bit older. So getting connected with Texas Hippie Coalition, getting connected with a few shows for Gemini Syndrome, you're going to end up hitting on that demographic. And when it comes to music, it's, People like all different kinds of music, especially if you're a rock and metal fan. You're not sticking to just one genre specifically, and then that's it. You're not just like, I only like metalcore, and anything besides metalcore is bad, or I only like the big four thrash metal, and if you if yeah. it's anything else besides that, even if it's just Exodus, I'm not having it. No, no, no. Yeah. People are going to connect with those sounds, especially as bands continue to experiment and continue to bring all these different elements in there. So when you hit on those sounds and emotions that people are connecting with, that you do with potentially a little bit of that older demographic, it's going to be something where bands that might be playing a little bit heavier, might be playing a little bit faster, might be playing a little bit lighter even, they're still going to have those same emotional connections to the fans that you are able to create. And that's why it's going to end up working. Like when you go out with Gemini Syndrome, and I think especially when it goes out to coming out to hit Texas Hippie Coalition, because it's the style and the flow and the emotions you're going to hit are the same. But it's going to be how Texas Hippie Coalition does it and how you do it are two completely different things. So people are getting two different experiences right there all at the exact same time. But they're feeling the impact of it just as strong as they would, you know, if it's a different band that they absolutely like. Yeah, and I feel like the the way we kind of comprise set lists, I feel like there's a little something for everybody. Yeah. You know, like if you like the heavier music, you're going to like the Black Widow. You're going to like the Fallen Away. If you don't like the metal quarry kind of stuff, you're going to like the locked inside or the death by the sea or the revenant you know like you, you you're gonna like something and i feel like there's a little something for everybody in this in this set list yeah because yeah, even for myself as well it was of course i'm gonna end up liking blackwood a little bit more because i like the heavier style i like that drive i like that power i like that aggression but then you listen to something more like death by the sea and it has this completely different feel to it. I mean, right from the opening, it's that melodic guitar has a little bit of this like more downtrodden, grungy feel to it. But then what sounds like an electric violin over the top of it just to really create this more 
darker sea epic tale feel to the whole entire thing. It's something where I'm like, this is different than what I listen to normally, but it's that connection there that I'm getting with the emotion where I'm already invested in this song within the first 10 seconds of it. And I, it's not even a sound that I particularly am going to always go back to, but it's something when I first listen, I'm like, okay, now I'm into this. I'm invested in this. I want to know where the song's going to go. I want to know where this finishes and I want to know how it's going to make me feel because even if it's not something that, you know, instinctively I'm drawn to, by the time I finish the song, that could be a song I'm adding to a, a certain playlist because of the emotion that that song evokes. It's funny. I, I wasn't sure how that song was going to go live. You play it twice and it's crushed full time. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. it really works live. That's something I am not surprised in any bit of the slightest because just the way that it flows and the way that, it, especially with the type of show you guys are able to put on and the emotion, the flow of it, it, it has that grand feel where the presentation of it will absolutely crush if you're able to max out on that. And I mean, as you just said, played it twice, absolutely crush. It might be something where that's going to be a thing that's going to become commonplace at your shows where people want to see that people want to always have that play live because they want to feel that experience and the positivity that they get behind it. Well, yeah, and it's something like that. It's more, uh, like you stated, more theatrical. It has a lot of stuff in the backtrack. And I think vocally on the EP for me, that's my strongest song um, because it goes up and down. It has that grungy feel, but then it has that like big like crescendo up to very high vocals. So it's a, it's a fun one to play live honestly and it was definitely my favorite it's to date it's probably the best song that i've written vocally honestly i just i love it <laughs> i agree yeah. I, i'm surprised she used a dirty word there she said backtrack i didn't know if she was gonna say it. <laughs> <laughs> would you believe we have two laptops on stage <laughs> oh my god lock them up oh no 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 when it comes to this podcast backtrack is not a dirty word so do not worry about that but uh, just Audrey, just to add on to that, when it comes to you taking, you know, this might be your best vocal performance. It's something that I picked up on as well, especially when it came from a little bit more of the vocals. As you built up to that crescendo, it turned into something that had a little bit more of this symphonic feel to it. So when people listen to it, it's they're going to end up just picking up on the emotions they they feel when they listen to Amy Lee of Evanescence or Sharon Denadel from Within Temptation. It's that kind of emotion that they're going to pick up on. They're going to relate to it. And they're going to feel that power behind it, especially as that vocal crescendo hits. And it's something that was one of the other pieces that made that song as good as it is. Thank you. Just gonna go back and be like, well, looks like my days at the ball crushing factory are over. Just throw Brian, you're still up. Put in your two weeks, I got a compliment. (laughs) (laughs) So at that point it's like, okay, I'll compliment everyone, but maybe not Brian, just to make sure that the uh his factory job (laughs) serves. They wanna wanna push me to, you know, that record, you know. And, 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 you know, just also mooch off of the health insurance because yeah. I, I hear the ball crushing factory gives out a pretty good policy. They got PPO, so, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. As, as, long, as long as it's not an HMO plan where you're not going to have out-of-network coverage because I hear those oh, networks are HMO very good. is just a scam, man. Uh, they don't pay for anything unless you're, like, dying. Like, okay, well, if it's $25,000, then we'll start giving you money. But you can get some tax-free money in a savings account, you know. 
But you gave us permission to go off topic. Do you think we were talking about health insurance? Do you think it's the way we're going today? And ball crushing? Yeah. I think you expected that. I didn't expect that. I didn't expect that either. But my full time job is in health insurance, so Ah, this is like normal for me to go off. Normally, it's I'm going off topic from talking about health insurance to talking about music. It's usually not the other way around. So this is kind of freaking me out. It's like in the, it's like it's like Twilight Zone. It's was it? I'm just trying to think. Imagine a world, yeah, a band, and a podcaster go from talking about music. To talking about insurance. What's this is not an ordinary podcast. This is the Twilight Zone. No, 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 no. Funny <laughs> enough, I uh, I work on the other side of healthcare. I do IT for like hospitals and nursing homes and such. Oh God, then we might be doing the we might be like connected in that realm some way. All, yeah. All, and then and all and then it all comes back to cir- full circle to music and the ball crushing factory. It's all how yeah. it happens. <laughs> so your companies give the hospitals money, and then they give money to my employer and they give money to me yeah and then we put that into our band (laughs) (laughs) and then people buy our music (laughs) wait 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 so so in a weird way by me also having a full-time job in health insurance through multiple different steps of supporting bullets of the heart achieve what they need to achieve and grow how they need to grow well shit now when i say i'm support i'm trying to do my best to support as many bands as possible yeah i don't even know i'm doing it that way yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> but if you want to directly support, you could buy our merchandise. No? Yeah. Or, or subscribe to our Patreon. Yes. <laughs> yeah. There's. I mean, there's plenty of ways to support the band as well. Outside of you know just being in health insurance, there's plenty of ways to do it. <laughs> and one thing I can say from a previous conversation, I literally had an hour before we recorded this. One of the best ways to do that is if you don't, if you can't spend the money, you know, subscribe to their social media accounts comment on their posts, like their posts, because they can use that data and they can take that and figure out where we want to play. And if you're going to talk about it enough and you're going to use that word of mouth, you know, power to get more people in the bullets of the heart, who knows? They could be playing a sold out show near you. It's very possible. Just get more people into it. Just talk about it. Just talk about it, man. Yeah, no. And that, and that stuff helps. And we, we get, uh, we have some people that like they complain like, Hey, how come you don't play my state? And it's like, I only know one person in that state, yeah. you know, but the states that are rallying around this project, like that's where we're going to tour. That's where we're going to, you know, play shows and travel. You know, I mean, this, this stuff's hard, you know? Yeah. yeah so, so of course, you know, you guys are from Chicago. So playing it almost a, like a solo show at Reggie, it's like, yeah, now that makes sense. But if you want Mozart to like come out to, you know, Connecticut, or you want them to come out to the middle of Virginia. Yeah. Start talking about them. Start posting about them. Start creating that demand for them. Yeah, call the radio station, you know, call your mom, yeah. your pa, your rabbi, your preacher, you know. Yeah, I meet somebody's mom. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> call your mom, call your wives, and call your girlfriends so you can help out Bullet to the Heart. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> okay, I just thought of a great way to promote this episode just off of that. Oh, boy, I get to use a YouTube clip from 13 years ago. Yes! Okay, yeah, hey, I wouldn't want it any other way. Yes. I wouldn't want it any other way either. I know we're coming down to that point of concluding this episode. So, of course, friends, as we bring this podcast to its conclusion, one thing I'd like to do is give my guests, which is all four of you in this instance, a chance to whatever you want to say, plug, or plug, promote, or promote at the end of the podcast. So, my friends, in bolts of the heart, the floor is yours. There you go.
Why don't you all look at me? Because <laughs> you're, you're the singer. You're the front person. Oh, no. Okay, let me do my where, where can they oh. find us and support us and blah, 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 you know? Okay, so <laughs> anywhere you can search Bullets of the Heart, you will find us. Our social medias are literally attached to each other. So if you go to YouTube, you'll find the link tree, which takes you to Spotify, YouTube, Apple, Big Cartel, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. You yeah. can find us literally anywhere. Yeah. Um. Like, uh, like we've stated before, sharing the post, commenting, generating traffic. But if you go to our big cartel, we have a ton of merch, ton of shirts, ton of laser engraved stuff. I also make candles. So if you want a custom-made candle made by Wong with love, you can get that. And uh, catch us out on the Texas Hippie Tour. We also have a Patreon where you can uh, get exclusive content, uh, you know, with whatever budget, you know, you, you have. We have a lot of cool stuff there. What's included in Patreon, Brian? So three dollars uh, a month, you get, you know, exclusive uh, posts. You get kind of like the insides of like what we're doing. Seven dollar a month tier, you get all of that. But also we have a cooking show that's on there. Skill to the heart. The the magical uh, super uber elite bloodline member twenty dollars tier. Uh, you get a monthly cover where we, uh, you know, record and produce a song. And sometimes, you know, we'll take suggestions uh, from the people on the Patreon. But that's always uh, fun. But all that's exclusive on Patreon. And uh, yeah. Go yeah. Ahead. Disclaimer. When you watch Skillet to the Heart, I do not cook. So don't look yeah, for true. it. <laughs> I do. Yeah, we don't, we don't, we don't take kindly to gender norms in this household. Yeah. <laughs> I'll cook shirtless if you want. Just ask. Ooh, that's the twenty dollars tier. Yeah, no, we'll make an exclusive fifty dollars tier for that for that episode. Topless skillet to the heart yeah. episodes. The hundred dollars tier will have like a, a like a boudoir like calendar. Oh, it's just, it's yes. just the guys. Yeah, just yeah. the guys. You it's know? Just the men. Yeah. That would be pretty funny. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. <laughs> Just, just see, just see Brian Bourgeois photo, all ready to go, ready to be crushed and the balls. I yeah, I, I'm hiding, I'm hiding like my nipples with our CDs, <laughs> but <laughs> only the nipples. Only yeah, yeah, the, nipples. <laughs> the hydraulic press is literally coming down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now the bullet to the heart banana hammock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> see, it says BTTH and then it stretches out to bullet to the heart. Yeah. <laughs> All right, now that is definitely part of the Patreon $100 exclusive that includes the shirtless cooking show along with the Bullets of the Heart cover of Never Gonna Give You Up by Rick Astley, the bourgeois calendar, and the banana hammock that when you stretch it out, it goes from BTTH to Bullet to the Heart. That's a piece of merch you're going to want to get your hands on. Exclusive. (laughs) Exclusively beautiful. Oh, yeah. So now it's time for me in this podcast with three very specific things. First things first, when it comes to supporting Bullets of the Heart, finding them online, and connecting with them and making sure that they continue to grow, finding their music, everything about that. They told you where to find it, but I'm going to make it even easier. Go to the description of the podcast. Once again, everybody, see where it says find Bullets of the Heart online. Links and labels for everything. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, the Patreon program, YouTube, Big Cartel, their website, Spotify, Apple Music, everything is going to be down there so you can Follow along with them, support them, help them grow, and help them come to a city near you. And maybe even get yourself a Bulls of the Heart bourgeois calendar. Ooh, yeah. Now it is time for number two. And I've had you on the podcast twice. I made promises to you that when I'd see you perform live first rounds on me, I owe you guys two rounds at this point. And at this point, 
It is three, and I feel like I, 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 it's overdue. I need to make it. I need to make it different. So it's not going to be just one round. It's not going to be two rounds. I'm just going to show up with a full case of beer. How about that? There just we be go. Like, <laughs> there <for> you sure. go. <laughs> <laughs> carry them home again. <laughs> Yeah, but we're just going to care. Well, I might be involved in that, too. And it's like, Kevin, drink some water. <laughs> we will never drink because drink is for the week. And I'm starting to scream <laughs> that out. And I'm probably going to blow up my voice like Ali Sykes did. But you know what? It might be nice. worth it at this point. What a, what a reference. But you, you'll have Brian to take care of you. He's a good guy. Yeah, yeah I, I'll be the I'll be the dad that picks you up from the bar at 3 a.m. Because, you know, you lost your car keys. Yeah. And he told you to call you in this situation so he can't be mad. Yeah. You know? <laughs> It's like, or, or what what happened? I can't get my car alarm to turn off, man. <laughs> it just won't go. Yeah, It'll we'll happen. have to come near you soon, though. We'll have to make yeah, that happen. I mean, we're in Wisconsin a lot. Yeah, so I'll say it. Next time you guys are coming to Wisconsin, just send me a message to make sure that I, I see it because if, if there's a chance I can go see the show, make sure because I'll be like, okay, I am in, I am there, I am coming with beer. And if you hear either a car alarm coming down the road, it's like, who the hell is that? Or if you hear someone blasting a whole bunch of bear tooth down the road because I'm just feeling the positivity, it's like, who the hell would be doing something like free beer? Yeah. Yay! It's the free beer alarm. Yeah. It's it's the free beer alarm or the free beer Caleb Shomo screams. I mean, either one of the yeah. two. Oh my god. Reference. <laughs> it it'll possibly happen. Well, as we bring this to its conclusion, I cannot end this by saying goodbye because I've had you on the podcast three times. A fourth is definitely going to happen, and I still have to make good on those promises and see you perform live. So is this goodbye, my friends? Hell no. This is I'll see you later. Sweet. Ooh, well, folks, this is my interview with the bullet to the heart. Family. This was Audrey, Draven, Brian, and Tom. And now it is time for Kevin's final thought. When the band had brought up the fact that they released their EP and their big EP release show was an acoustic set, my first thought was, huh, that doesn't seem like it's normal. I wonder why they did that. And they sold it out and I said, okay, 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 hold your horses, hold it up. So you sold out a acoustic, an acoustic show. That was your EP release show. How did that all work? That's where my mind was going. And when they explained it, where they made it an event, they made it something for people to come out to, to really connect with the band and feel like they're more a part of that experience, create that experience with it. I thought about that and I was like, man, when bands that are playing live can create that experience that really draws people in, those are the bands that are the ones that are absolutely successful. Take a look at bands that are either really growing right now really hot in the scene or the legacy x they're the ones that have created that sort of interaction with their fans slipknot fans the the experience that the slipknot has created the craziest behind the shows the energy behind them you don't want to miss out the showmanship and the power that shine down brings people want to go and see that the crazy wacky waving inflatable arm flailing two man energy of jacoby shacks and papa roach and the positivity they bring you're not going to want to miss out on that as well the experience and the event that Electric Callboy puts on. The event and the style of Guar. It's all event-based because they create something that fans want to be a part of and fans want to connect with. And Bolts of the Heart doing that with that acoustic set makes a lot of sense. Now you're able to do those shows that Bolts of the Heart did, those special shows like that all the time. No, you're not going to be able to do it. But can you find a way to create that sort of connection with the fans and create a way where your live show is such a strong piece that people want to come out and see it, where 
it is an event for people to come out and see whether it is the grandest show of them all or whether it's a show where you're just going to be able to get out there and connect with them personally. Yes, people are going to want to come and be a part of that. So you're going to want to maximize out on that. It's a great thing to do. And I love seeing what Bolts of the Heart has done for because it is causing them to grow. And I love the trajectory of it. So keep on growing, guys. Absolutely what you're doing. And please make sure you support them and continue to support their growth. So make sure you go to the description of the podcast, follow them on all their social media platforms, subscribe to them on YouTube, get a shirt, support them on streaming platforms by streaming their music. All those streams, all those purchases of t-shirts, all those purchases of tickets going to shows, all of those likes on social media, those follows, everything about that. It's all positive karma and positive votes for the band to continue to help them grow, continue to help them get on shows, continue to help them get to be even bigger. Which, if you're a fan, that's what you want to do. So go make sure you do that. Also, do the same thing with us at the Core Progression Podcast. Go description. We have all our stuff there. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram because we put a lot of content out there. And you want to connect with us and connect with myself? Just send me a message on there. I'll answer it. I'm I'm not gonna lie. I haven't been the most um punctual with some of those things but if you're gonna get an answer from someone on that it's gonna be me on top of that make sure you are subscribing to the podcast here on youtube so hit that subscribe button youtube's our most prominent thing also make sure you hit that like button to make sure that the continue on with the algorithm make sure that more people get to know about the podcast the podcast that you support podcast that you love i want to thank you for all that as well make sure the same thing on five l podcast iHeartRadio, and amazon all links to those scripts of the podcast also want to thank Phoenix Fitness for supporting this podcast. Remember, 20% off this code CP20 at FNXX.com. Link description of the podcast. Thank you, friends, and bolts of the heart. Next time I see you, it won't be on camera, I hope. It will be live, and I'll have a case of beer waiting for you guys. So on that note, that's me for you guys. Thank you for listening to the Chord Progression Podcast. My name is Kevin, and you guys know how I end every single one of those episodes with a big, healthy, and hearty See you. Yeah.